This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. And I was like, oh, damn, like, I didn't get a picture for the gram. Woody Williams was career 132 and 116 and was an all-star in 2003 for the Cardinals. Nice. Who came up with that band name? Chumbawamba. I don't know. It's like Oompa Loompa, but Chumbawamba. The Business on Top Podcast. I am back. What it do, baby? Here's the feeling good all the time. Who the hell are you guys? It's been a couple weeks. Episode 33. Vijay Patel here with Shane Chernoff and Ben Siegel. You turned it around on me. You did. You did my job for me. Well, you saw that. Well, it's been a few weeks. I think the last time that we did a show was in the month of in the beginning of this month, and now we're at the end. A lot has happened since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, travel and all sorts of other obligations have kind of impacted our ability to do the show. But we're back with you here on this glorious Memorial Day weekend. It is a cloudy night in south florida so we've had uh, a streak of nice weather but uh how's your how's a long weekend going fellas are we good well, you know like any other weekend it was kind of straying away from the okay very pandemic. good <laughs> the pan- Bye. Yeah, bye. all right um, that's our podcast oh no guys. actually <laughs> a big thing happened last week um i got a follow from a New York Yankees catcher within the Yankees organization followed me on Twitter. Wow. So we so, a, uh, who is, let's just who say is this Yankees catcher? This is on top. May or may not be played prior to games at the double A level. I can't <laughs> I can't promise at the major league level, but at the double A level, they're being played. We we can play the interview with uh, this particular prospect they can play it on the big screen before games so yes. this is the who is this, this is the team formerly known as the trenton thunder correct? yes uh they're the somerset patriots now mr terrible name donnie sands well now they're not gonna play it <laughs> has uh followed me on twitter we're in negotiations with the somerset patriots to be a sponsor what are you doing <laughs> all right we love you somerset patriots the best name ever we hope to be sponsors and we hope to hopefully maybe get them on and shoot the shit and talk baseball with well, a be awesome. current minor leaguer with dreams of making it to the big leagues i think that'd be Amazing. We can talk to him about how realistic Road to the Show is compared. To <laughs> That's the actually real a good. Actual real life. Good. Yep. But this is your opportunity. So, I'm everybody clear the stage. Give Ben the ball. We're clearing out. We're, this is my pitch. We're gonna run ISO on. We're gonna run ISO <laughs> offense. Pitch. You you have the ball. You got forty five um, seconds. Okay. Make a case to have us on. Have this prospect on BOT. Well, I mean, let's be real. This is the. Uh, Soon to be number one podcast in the world. Not a sports podcast. Oh, yeah. let's, let's clear the air. We do talk a lot of baseball. We are big baseball fans. Um, we love Taco Bell. We know you love Taco Bell because who doesn't? And um, we think uh, everyone in the minors will uh, play this before games, and it'll be truly motivational, some would say. Maybe get the uh, – the bats going. The bats will uh, it's heat gonna, up. It's going to get people's attention, right? Minor league games, 
You're not going to see superstars. Like, there's not a lot of star power. You go for entertainment. And the one thing that we do is entertain people. I think, you know, you can boost our podcast. We can boost your rep in the clubhouse. We could send you some merch. You know, it That's can right. be a... Uh, very good. A very beneficial. Mutually beneficial relationship. Yes. Symbiotic relationship. Symbiotic, yeah. some would say. Not only that, we're all New York fans, so... Yes. Well, yes. Okay, helps. yes. Not not Yankee fans. Yeah, you, yeah I said it specifically. New, New York, York fans. fans New York roots. Um... We think it'd be we think it'd be a good time. We'd maybe have some beverages with him if it's in the off season, um, not during you know of course the minor league season. We can ask him if he pees in the shower. We we can ask you if you pee in the shower. Um, I think that answers yes. I do. Well, we'll it's get yes. to that when we t- when we yes. actually interview. We have him, tons so. of questions, but uh, yeah, it was a big follow. Hopefully, we'll have him on the pod, and we do have some big guests uh, potentially lined up. In addition to Mr. Sands. We've, yeah, we've, yeah. we've got some star power coming up yeah. on the next couple of episodes of Business on Top. We are very optimistic about that. Uh, somebody who's a good friend of the show and we're very close with may be joining us very soon. But in light of the revelation by Ben that this is not a sports podcast, we turn our attention to Chelsea <laughs> FC, who are the champions of Europe. And V, I'll tell you what, we had a great time yesterday. Shout out to the Blue Anchor in Delray Beach, Florida. It was a hell of a time and a big part of one of my best sports days ever. Chelsea goes ahead, beats Manchester City 1-0 in the equivalent of the Super Bowl of European soccer. I've had to explain this to several people now because people don't, you know, the average American may not understand what the Champions League is. Chelsea celebrates their second Champions League title. Um, And I wanted to offer a big shout out to our former coach and, and player, Frank Lampard. Frank was uh, unfortunately fired earlier this year, replaced with Thomas Tuchel, who brought the team to the next level defensively and was able to win us the Champions League. I keep saying that Frank Lampard walked so Thomas Tuchel could run with this team. Uh, The American Christian Pulisic becomes the first American player to play in a UEFA Champions League final. Almost scores in the 73rd minute, I want to say. But... uh, that was a good time. That was probably your one of one of the only times you've probably gone out to watch the big soccer match, right? Like, what was yeah. your what was your opinion on all that was going on around you at the bar yesterday? It seemed really exciting. I mean, I'm not a huge soccer fan in general, but um, it was definitely like a good first match, quote unquote, to go to uh, to see. Like, it was very exciting, I would say, and. Shane, you're on another level too, for sure. When I, Chelsea won. I had a good time. Well, I was terrified we'll talk about that. So now that it's over, if it's the Super Bowl, what happens now? Is there just another? Yeah. So I mean, this is the off season. the The, the only difference between basically what we have, uh, we draw a parallel to football because it's the easiest for the average American to understand, and uh, because I'm very refined and yes, very um, cultured. Very cultured. I can explain it in a way that's very palatable to the to the average person. Yes. So this is the Super Bowl. All the teams in Europe combine that Europe sent their top teams to this tournament, and uh, the winner becomes the the Champions League champion, is the champion of Europe. Um, there are two other tournaments. There's the Premier League, which is the top division of English football, and then the FA Cup, which is the competition between all of the divisions in English football. Um, okay. English soccer, if uh, if you want me to translate, but what from happen- English to English? Yeah. yeah, from English to English. But what happens is that uh, after the Champions League, that is the generally going to be the final tournament. 
And when that tournament is done, uh, there's international breaks, World Cup qualifiers, international tournaments. So the players have an opportunity to rest. And the off-season or slash preseason starts up in late July. And by the end of August, you start playing regular matches. So that's interesting because uh, I feel like a lot of people don't know the structure of like soccer in it general. Can, it can be confusing. And it's a lot. It's it's really a lot. But like the way you explained it, it was great because like I didn't know before yesterday how like the European League or whatever it, how it works like the championship. You, you compared it to the Super Bowl. Of, think about it this way. Like American yeah, football. But. So so think about it this way. The Jets play in the NFL, right? The Premier League title yes. is essentially the same as the Jets being in the yeah, NFL, just barely. But, you know, we'll, who knows what we'll see from Zach Wilson. Hey. Um, the Jets play in the equivalent of the Premier League, but the, F, the equivalent of the FA Cup would be, let's put all the high school, college, and pro teams in a tournament, and we'll see what the top American team is. Forget the top division of, of soccer, or I guess in this case, American football. Bama can play against the Cleveland Browns because people say all the time, right? Like, would the worst college, would the best college team be the worst pro team? No. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't no. know if you want to explain that. There's a lot to unpack there, but you, you it's would a big get, drop off. You would, you would get sure. the, you would get to see this in practice. You would get to see it actually play out before your eyes. Mm-hmm. And the, the top team would be the equivalent of the FA Cup champion. The Champions League would be the equivalent of if NFL Europe, the NFL. The CFL, and I don't know if there's a Mexican league, but if, if they did have a league, they would all compete to see who is who is the best of the best. And that's the equivalent of the Champions League. Chelsea had the opportunity to play in that final yesterday. They had the opportunity to win it. They were absolutely not the betting favorite, but somehow they pulled it off. And, you know, it was one of my best sports days of all time because Chelsea ended up winning, and then the Mets ended up winning by uh, 11 runs. Which so, Chelsea winning, what would, would any other... Oh, I guess... The last I time the is answer. the Giants won the Super Bowl. That's, that's the last time I felt that kind of joy celebrating a sporting event. Because if you go back to all my teams... The New York Giants. The Mets. Right. Yeah. Right. The Football New York Giants. Giants yeah. yeah. I don't... Yeah. I could give a shit about the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Frankie, Shout get out the, Frankie, get the entire team on the pot. <laughs> anyway... The Rangers lost in the 2014 Stanley Cup Finals. Panthers also recently eliminated. Broke my heart. Um, hats off to the Ice Cats on a great season. But the Mets lost in the 2015 World Series, and I haven't had anything even close since then. Would you go crazier if the Mets won the World Series? Or just oh, as crazy? No, I think he would. I think you and I, have, we've had this conversation before off air where I've told you that the Mets winning the World Series is the last thing that I need to happen just before I die. Because... There is literally nothing left that's going to give me that kind of a high, I guess, like a, that kind of emotional high, because that has been something that I've wanted since I was like 12 or 13 years old. We came so close, and I remember winning the NLCS, and people were congratulating me, and I said, it's not, it's not done yet. They have to go the extra step and yeah. win it. And mm-hmm. You know, it seems like about every 17 years or so they win it, but the Mets are overdue, and... Right now, they're they're playing with Cameron Mabin, who was traded for a dollar. I want to get to that in, a, in the next segment. Quite the a deal. whole dollar. It's a cash considerations was literally one dollar. Well, some would call it a steal of a trade. Ben, uh, I'll trade I'll trade your Apple Watch for cash considerations of one dollar. No, no. <laughs> 
the Business on Top podcast. So, what was what was your best sports day of all time? Because I said that yesterday is probably in my top five. I mean, sometimes there are days where just nothing can go wrong for you, mm-hmm. and it was definitely one of those days yesterday, sports wise, because. Chelsea winning the Champions League is it's the equivalent of a major championship. It really is a major championship. And then later on that night, the Mets ended up winning by 11 runs, which, especially this year, when we have <laughs> essentially like a mash unit filling out the lineup, is kind of incredible. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering, I guess as Yankees fans, and you're, a, well, in the past you were a Giants fan. I'm not kind of sure where your allegiance is live I these days. I don't even know. Yeah. And you as a Jets fan, like, is there is there a day that you can remember where you said, yeah, that's my best sports day ever? That's very hard. I mean, I wouldn't say all mine's my easy. Things, I know huh? mine's easy. Oh, you, do, you go first then. Oh, well, that's the national championship. Oh, yeah. Well, you were, you were part of that that's, team. That's Absolutely arguably right. the greatest sports memory I've But that's like oh, a personal had. memory. That's like you, personal. You had involvement in that. Yeah, but it's still. No, I, I'm, agree- yeah. I'm agreeing with you. That's why it's a be- I was there. And I... That's probably better than either of the days that we... I, I don't think anybody can compete with that. Unless unless you were a player. Yeah. Like, there's not, there's not really too much else. It's weird because, you know, in the moment, I mean, that was my first year working. So, you know, it was kind of like that was the bar. The bar was set yeah. at winning. Do you want to circle back and just kind of like fill anybody in who, it, in case they haven't yeah. listened to the show? So, I mean, I worked as a student equipment manager for Florida State University for the football team from 2013 to 2016. And my first year um, was a national championship year. One and of the best college football teams ever. Jameis Winston? Yes, yes, and, yes. Uh, undefeated, undefeated, played Auburn um, in the national championship and... God. Flew out to California, spent the week out there, and um, yeah, it was unbelievable. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't on the field for the whole game, but I was on the field for the last, say, minute 30, two minutes. So um, I have some pretty cool, like, unreleased footage from running onto the field in the postgame locker room um, that, you know, I'll have with me forever. And I have a ring, which not many people can say. That's the pinnacle of sports is yeah. winning a ring national championship that's amazing and uh you know i was fortunate you more rings than dan marino <laughs> i do well college rings yeah i wish i had a super, bowl ring. super bowl ring would be unreal but um, you have the same amount of pro rings as dan marino <laughs> <laughs> it's true but um yeah that would be my greatest sports memory to be you know part of a team to win it all is unbelievable yeah. and is um you know not many, not many people get to experience it, so I was very fortunate. You didn't sleep that night, did you? You were just no. like the emotional high just took you all the way through? Yeah. I mean, we didn't get back to the hotel until about 2 or 3 a.m. And, you know, because as an equipment staff, we had to stay later than everyone else. So when we got back, people were going out. So we got back at like 2 or 3 a.m. and like 2 or 3 a.m. Pacific time? California time. Oh my Oof. goodness! So, yeah, I mean, you you. So keep in mind, we were head. flying out like the next day, <laughs> like five a.m. at her. Yeah, I mean that's our... that's crazy. Yeah, I mean we didn't when we went to Toronto, we didn't even stay up that late. No, no. no. So like you know, normally, um, normally we leave the right after the game, like two hours after the game. But obviously, for a game like that, you stay the night, you leave the next day. But we didn't get back till real late, and um, 
as we were getting back to the hotel, like players and staff were just leaving to go out. And, um, you know, some, some guys on staff went out. I regret not going out, but, um, yeah, it was, I mean, everyone was just riding the high. You didn't go out. I didn't, I didn't go out. You should celebrate because you were a big part of that. To be fair, when... he was up until three in the morning. Give him a break for one to get some sleep. I mean, I, also, I mean, most I, of the players were out. Everyone was up that. Like, I also that at the time late, was not like that point. Like uh, sleep could, is life changing. You That's could all get, I'm going to say to that. It was for the birds. As as an equipment manager, you could be put on like scholarship, an athletic manager scholarship. And you'd get like a stu- you you know you'd get Stipend, tuition right? paid for and then you'd get the balance so you'd get like a couple grand but I wasn't on that yet so money was still like a little tight like I just dro- I just paid my way out to California so you know I wasn't trying to drop like two hundred bucks in a California club right in hindsight I kind of wish I did but you know at the same time this is on top I- episode thirty four dropping three hundred bucks in a club in California yeah Hell oh man yeah. that would have been that would have <laughs> been a scene but um yeah. Can, fun that's fact, amazing. Fun fact. Bring, something bring in, your ring. We'll go. So, yeah, something in me after the game, I saw Charlie Ward in the locker room, and I said, you know what? This guy's a Nick legend. This guy's an FSU legend. Yeah. I need to ask for a picture. So I got a picture with Charlie Ward. Now, this is before this was before iPhones, or at least I had an iPhone. This was 2013, so this is probably around, like, probably the first or second iPhone. So the picture, right? 2013? No. No, no, maybe like, a little lower. Like four iPhone or five four. IPhones at that point. Either way, the camera was shit. iPhone four or five, the camera was still not good. Probably. So the picture I got with Charlie Ward's really like potatoey, like it's really blurry. <laughs> but I have a picture with Charlie Ward after the game. You still have it now? It's on my uh, old laptop. Oh, we gotta yep. get it. We gotta post it up there. I'll try to find it. Get it? Just, yeah, yeah, my yeah. old laptop's like. <sighs> oh God. Yeah. That'd be awesome if we can get it up there. And yeah. Tag him. We'll, we'll, we'll get uh, Charlie Ward on the podcast. Oh, that'd be great. Frankie, get him yeah. on. Yeah, Frankie, Frankie. get him on. <laughs> so I'm glad that you brought up uh, Charlie Ward, who's a Nick legend, but I want to circle back to that. Before I ask you, VJ Patel, what is what is your greatest sports day ever? I mean, do you have one? It, it, I guess it's hard to say. It would I mean, have been It could be personal. Yankee. It could be like um, like travel ball or like um, high, um not really OH baseball. Shout out OH lines. Uh, oh, lines, go lines. It could be like a personal milestone or like a game. Uh, I think one of the best. Spanish River Sharks. Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> I mean, I've had a lot of those days, but uh, for like watching the MLB, I think one of the best ones were was when uh, Derek Jeter had his last, his last like. Uh, oh, even even bat. I even I was very. Um, and he won the game on a walk off. Uh, was this? It was single. single. Yeah. Not yeah. only did he win the game, his last game at Yankee Stadium, he won the game, his last game playing at Fenway Park. He hit um, an RBI single to win the game. Yeah, and you know a lot of people are like, yeah, it's just another game. But like th- this guy is like, since I started playing baseball at like five years old, like I would watch Derek Jeter. He in, is in every aspect he, of his game. Like, he, he is he is idol. to you what David Wright is to me. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like my my dad was like my idol growing up. He's the one who taught me how to play baseball. But like, I would watch Derek Jeter playing like through the years, and it was such a good game for me to watch. And I saw it live, which was even better. Did you cry when yeah. he retired? Uh, a little bit. I, I would say like I, I he cried in like you know when he uh, like his last game he like teared up a little bit I, mm-hmm. I teared up at the same time i feel like it was sad yeah i mean you know this is a guy that we watched our whole childhood 
win championships was the pillar like you always knew if Jeter was on the team the Yankees were gonna have a a solid season like he wasn't gonna he was not gonna let the team down down or there was just something about Jeter that you knew the Yankees were always like in the game or that the organization was always in it to win it and uh yeah him retiring was it, it was weird it was weird I mean the Yankees haven't had a captain since and so, I, I suppose rightfully so. There's, yeah, there's not no, anybody no that can fill it. that that giant. The only one would be, I guess, Cece at the time. But it's, even so, he wasn't with. He wasn't I think with you're the comparing Yankees apples to oranges at yeah. that point. Yeah. But you know, I, th- I think I think one of those things with uh, with David Wright, I just remember sitting there, and I, I was at work, <laughs> right. the, and it wasn't so much like age for him as it was it being physical. You know, mm-hmm. he. They had tried to get him a World Series in 15. They weren't successful. And I think it was 19 where, where he sat there and he said, look, my body just can't do it anymore. And, and I, can't, I can't play. And this is going to be my last year. And they brought him back for that one game that was just kind of ceremonial. But it was, it was so nice to see him back. And that's one of the two people that I've always thought that the Mets have failed. Well, that New York sports has failed by not bringing them championships. Henrik Lundqvist being the other but Patrick Ewing it's yeah Patrick Ewing again but you know Patrick Ewing had the opportunity to win I mean they got to the finals and they were you know they're a bounce or two away from winning a championship Mm -hmm. Lundquist was a little (laughs) bit different yeah well now I think now we're kind of running a little a little bit too far it's different when it's a homegrown guy like Ryder Jeter right it's a guy who comes up through the minors lifer yeah he he was you know the team drafted him and he Came up, you know, came up through the ranks, paid his dues, and he right. came up, and you know, guys like that is who you root for through that's, through the system, organization, cultivated kind I, of player. That's what I wish the Yankees started to get like that in recently, where they you know promote prospects and kind of play them. They haven't really done that the past couple of years, but those are the guys that you you root for the hardest because you know they're they're true organization guys. A farm system. That's what you should focus on. Though. Yeah. Coming up next, we got a little bit of everything. There is so much stuff that we have saved up over the past couple of weeks it's for all you guys. In here. Ben's it's got all in an, here. Ben's got an opinion about the Fort Lauderdale Airport. Yeah, I have an opinion about what's Not going what's going on with fans in in arenas right now. And I've, more crypto. I've got a hot opinion. Haiku of the week two coming up. Business on top. We'll check back with you on the other side. She Cameron Mapin's back. The Business on Top Podcast. Taco Bell order is in. Let's go. Oh, wait. Do you guys Did remember you... the KFC Double Down? What? Go ahead. No, no, no. I'll save it for the end. Okay. Uh, no, KFC. I don't. But um, well, do... You, for those of you who didn't know, the KFC Double Down was something that came out, I think, about 2010. Uh, I'll have to look it up to be sure. But the the bread was two chicken patties. And in between, there was like special sauce, bacon, and I'm pretty sure more chicken. Uh, Merca. So, oh yeah, <laughs> if that doesn't say Merca well, in one meal, but no, the reason you're bringing it up is because uh, Taco Bell brought back the naked chicken chalupa, which um, let's go. They brought it back, I guess, within the three week, the couple of weeks we haven't yeah uh, been able to film. So we all ordered one. Um, We'll see it's how gonna, it is. Yeah, I mean, we all know it's going to be fire. Um, so, okay. yeah. I, 
I'm looking at the KFC Double Downs Wikipedia page. 610 calories, 18 carbs, 37 grams of fat, 52 grams of protein. So you can make the argument that this is a healthy sandwich. That is protein-packed meal if you're looking to put on muscle KFC Double Down so, sandwich. So it's, it's it has two pieces of fried chicken filet instead of the bread. And then in between, there's bacon, cheese, and sauce. Yeah. Is that... Uh, is that available now, or is that like a previous so item? I'm, I'm looking at a press release from February of 2021. I'm also looking at an article <laughs> and double down by the numbers, unhealthiest sandwich ever. <laughs> so that kind of goes against my opinion that it is actually going to be dirty good, bulk. Good for Hashtag. you. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. So, bulk. Uh, KFC put out a statement in February of 2021. In this difficult year that we have been experiencing due to the COVID emergency, we wanted to give a gift to the KFC customers by relaunching the Double Down, the sandwich most awaited by our followers. What a company. Like, yeah, everyone's unhealthy. Here's the thing that you can eat to become more yeah. unhealthy. You well, they're it. both owned by the same companies. So. That's right. Yes. Wow, Yum Yum Brands. Shout out Yum Brand. Yeah. I would love to get a read for Yum Brands. We, we are not Frankie, make a call. We are not financial advisors. Let me repeat that. We are not financial advisors, but we'd highly recommend investing in Yum Brands because <laughs> they are innovative. They are at the forefront of culinary innovations and business on top. Let's of put up the stock price right Apparently, now, and then like from two months from now. Yes. Let's see how keep how in mind Yum Brands does. We are not financial advisors. Yes. Always keep that in mind. KFC has forty-seven locations in Italy. That's yeah. actually kind of crazy. Like, imagine <laughs> going to like Tuscany and be like, "Oh, should I get some chicken pasta? Parm. Should I get <laughs> yeah, chicken, chicken parm with a KFC Yo, patty?" It's probably really good over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Like their their food is European prime. fast food's different than American fast food. Not only that, the the, the actual like food that's sourced from there is a lot better than yeah here. Yeah, so, it's probably good. Well, I was thinking about that, and I was like, you know, I've my goal is to have a Big Mac in every single country that I travel to because there's a McDonald's in almost every single country in the world, save for, like, I think two or three. But when I went to Tim Hortons, I felt like the Tim Hortons donuts were better than the donuts in the United States. And what I was wondering is, like, was, can you remember, like, the single best donut that you've ever had? Because Donut? Yeah. Jupiter Donuts. Jupiter Donuts. Jupiter Donuts, is Jupiter really donuts locally has some really, really good donuts. And I don't know if you've ever heard of heard of or been to Voodoo Donuts. I know you're going to Portland on your honeymoon. I think I've been. Yeah. Were I, you have you been to Portland before? I have not. I think Voodoo's down here, I'm pretty sure, or Tallahassee. Oh really? Yeah. I think so. Their catchphrase is the magic is in the hole. So phrasing. <laughs> uh, phrasing mother. Uh salty donuts is pretty good in Miami. Uh, oh yeah. It's pretty fire. Yeah. They sell That's out the every day. The yeah. They yeah, they sell out that. every single day. But that was a pretty fire. Donuts? Have, have you ever had a bad donut? No, I, mean, I really haven't had a bad hard. donut. That's hard. Oh, there's this one has Captain Crunch on it. Oh my god. This so, one is called the Voodoo Bubble. It has double bubble, but for some reason the double bubble is still wrapped when they put it on the donut. Wow. You guys ever think about that it's um we all finished a dozen donuts in under ten minutes? Yeah. Oh, and and I did it the fastest, so I'm very happy about it. Well, uh, we should do it again because you I did. Got, you want a rematch? I want to. I did finish not, Taco Bell the fastest. 
True. Can most. we do? We'll say that. Do you want to do like fastest? We down? need to set. We need to do a. Fa- we need to do another you want, food challenge. You want to do taco twelve pack fastest to finish a taco twelve? I don't oh. think I'm gonna be able to get through twelve. I think I can. I think I can beat you guys to six. I'm for. Di- I'm almost positive. We'll, we'll I can, brainstorm. I can, beat, I can finish twelve. We'll brainstorm sure. a food challenge because I think that was a uh, pizza. People enjoyed watching us pump our blood. Yeah vessels and arteries <laughs> with stuff that, <laughs> that so funny. yeah that shouldn't be in it but um yeah we'll plan something um definitely food related but <laughs> we're not personal trainers we, yeah. <laughs> we're not. Or, or dietitians <laughs> or, or doctors um but kind of um transitioning off the sports and food like kind of not yet the, can you give me, can you give me 30 more seconds 30 all right so One, two, three. <laughs> the, the I'm looking at some of the names of these donuts for Voodoo Donuts. One of them is the Marshall Mathers. It's a regular donut with M and M's all over it. And uh, I don't know what this person was doing or whether they had like some Vaseline next to them. But there's a Butterfinger one that's called Butterfingering. And I think whoever was in charge of naming <laughs> the donuts of Voodoo Donuts needs to calm the f- down quite uh that was my 30 seconds okay um <laughs> that's that donut sounds good i mean i don't know anything else in it other than the butterfinger but what can be bad about that but to transition to a non-sports non-food topic there was some pretty big news happening in the uh reality tv i guess world not really well just the reality world just the reality world everybody uses microsoft oh um Ooh, keep going um so we talked about this off the air. Billionaire Bi- Bill Gates billionaire is getting a divorce Gates. from his wife. So he's on the market. And yeah. um, I want to date him. We're gonna throw our, <laughs> our towel in the ring somewhere. <laughs> we're gonna date Bill Gates or we're gonna or we're gonna make him part of the podcast. He's giving Whatever he's down for, hey, we're down for. He's gonna have uh, well, I guess I'll have more time to go on dates, but at the same time. Do you have more does, time to appear on business on top? How does Bill Gates find? Do you think he goes through apps, or how do you think he like? What's his go-to approach now that he's single? I feel like his he's got some personal assistant that can probably like field potential dates for him and like sort through. What? what? No, he he's not. Bill Bill's not on hinge. That. If that's what you're wondering. I was wondering that, but, um, <laughs> but should we wow. make a catfish hinge to try to get Bill Gates? On the he's got to be one of the most awkward people for someone to go on a date oh, on, right? There's I doubt no he's way on, he's on any apps. No, but even if he met someone in per, like, can you imagine? He probably just talks like he probably has those corny jokes and like, you know, there's no way he's actually can hold the conversation and make someone laugh. He probably talks like, Hey baby, you make me the opposite of Microsoft. <laughs> What's that? Macro heart? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I, that's his go-to line. I just can't imagine Bill Gates on a... 100% on a of the time, it works every time. Yeah. I yeah, I can't imagine either, honestly. I don't... I wouldn't know. I, I, I don't think he's on any apps, by the way. I, I would hope not. Chilling. Yeah, that, would was, that was a joke. I would literally be stunned if he was... If he ever, like, even thought about downloading Tinder. Yeah. I can only imagine, although... Apparently Ben Affleck was on an app and this girl didn't realize that it was him. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. How much money would it take for you to go on a date with, with Bill, Bill Gates? Gates? Yeah. Not much. I would just want to pick his brain. Like he's he's always been no, no, somebody no, 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 that no. I've looked up looked up to. But it's a date 
and everyone knows a date ends with a good There's night kiss. There's an implication? Kiss. Okay. Yes. I give Bill Gates kiss a good night kiss. No, 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 no. Lips. Yeah, well, this is... <laughs> This is getting into <laughs> this is getting into uncomfortable territory, but uh, I don't know. I would DM I would, us, Bill Gates. I would, we'll talk. I would go to Taco Bell with Bill Gates. That's all I'll say about. Oh that. yeah, yeah. He's a McDonald's fan, though, yeah. right? I don't like, know. Like like uh, Warren Buffett. I think him and Warren Buffett's interesting because for as old as he is and as unhealthy as he is, I can't believe he's like he's made it this far. I agree. But, I mean, he has a burger every single day and a Coke. Doesn't he like? Doesn't he drink something like six diet cokes every day or something like that? And he's still pumping. Still, so. yeah, still kicking. Um, but Bill you know, I, either either way, you know, Bill Gates might go on some some vacations like I did in uh, in in Phoenix. He might travel. He might learn a little <laughs> bit about himself as he goes about the country. Now mm-hmm. that everybody's getting vaccinated and things. We're looking at these playoff games. I don't know if that's a good example, the Philadelphia match, but I was watching some of the uh, Carolina-Tampa Bay NHL playoff game, and it looks like it's pretty much close to full capacity. So as he travels and things start to get back to normal, I'm sure he'll find out a little bit about himself that he didn't know about. Do you yeah. think him losing half his money has any effect on like No. It's just like, eh. nah. No, it's just, it's just, uh, it was it's just less of a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. He's still got like $50 billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's doesn't chilling. Doesn't he still become, you know, he has to probably still be top five. Yeah. And, it's yeah, funny yeah. how that happened, like, literally right after Jeff Bezos uh Divorce his wife. We've as seen well, right? we separated seen with his wife in the past year. Oh, wait, two most you, expensive divorces. Are you saying maybe oh. Jeff and Bill? Jeff and Bill would be a very powerful, but I don't. They think, would overtake. I don't Beyonce think they're very Jay-Z. fond of each other. Oh. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know that Bill Gates is. I think he's okay with them. It's Elon Musk that I think hates Jeff Bezos and vice versa. Yeah, I'm not sure because I mean they both have this competing space companies. Um, I think Bezos has Blue Horizon and Be- and uh, Musk Elon has Mo- SpaceX. He's a polarizing character, um, for sure. But we should. Um, if you got to take one of the three of them to like a ball game, are you taking Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, or or? Um, Elon Musk. Probably uh, Musk. Nah. Why? Uh, he just seems the most like, so, Eccentric. like sociable. Yeah. Uh, Someone who can hold a conversation. Business yeah, insider. They, all, they can all hold a conversation. It'd just be like different conversations for each person. Um. Business insider says. I think you're right though. Like I'd probably do Musk. Yeah. Even though I think he's a little. Fifteen year sketchy, feud. but whatever. I would bring Bill. That's Gates. what we like on this podcast. <laughs> I would bring Bill Gates and go to a Clippers game. Because then you get to hang out with Balmer too. Yeah. Oh, Balmer. I mean, that's hangout. that's a cheat code. Yeah. I, I found yeah. a workaround there. So let's kind of let's touch on why we've been absent for a couple of weeks. We've all been busy, but you've had that some we have. some travel. Yeah. Some. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona is a magical place. Um, I had a great time there. It's Disney. I was the fall. No, it's more magical than Disney. Trust me, I promise. <laughs> um, the. <laughs> The scenes from Phoenix were were fantastic. Uh, the weather's amazing, and whenever I head out there, it always just seems to be a great time. So, uh, shout out to Phoenix, Arizona, and I was in Charlotte last weekend as well. 
and that was that was a fantastic time too and uh now i'm back for a little bit and then we start traveling again uh not next week but the week after and then i'll be in new jersey for a golf tournament in later in june and i think there's another trip at the end of that well you move in after that and then yeah this is one of the last episodes in in the history of this studio we're gonna be getting a new studio in a couple weeks so this is a busy month to travel for all of us the past yeah. this past month and this upcoming month speaking um, of people in arizona though i did want to say usually going through the airport's a pain in the ass phoenix airport fantastic is it? yeah oh they're, they're incredible they're efficient i i've just been amazed i was very happy that uh, my experience was very smooth well fort lauderdale on the other hand sucks uh PSA <laughs> sucks as um we all heard last episode but can I mean is it too much to ask for someone to design an airport where traffic flows normally because you have airports are designed where you have what three or four lanes and if you're in the left lane you have to get over four lanes to pick up someone yeah and and it's, it's not like a constant flow of traffic that people are I stopping. guess the counter argument is don't be in the left lane but yeah, but I mean, sometimes you just end up in there. It does I guess your counterpoint to my counterpoint is, doesn't it defeat the purpose of having a left lane if you know you don't have an opportunity to get over from it? The left lane's supposed to be for people who are trying to exit or go into the parking different garage. terminal. Yeah. I think I think they should build it where maybe they have a middle, like a divider between the two lanes, where people can like. You know, so not everyone's congregating on the well, right side. The issue with the right lane is like a lot of people just the the those are the lanes that people stop at to pick people up. Yeah. So there's like a whole like bunch of traffic on that side. But so all, that's why people go to the middle to the left lane. But all it around. takes is one car to ruin that, and it ruins it for I, everyone. Yep, exactly. And then you wait an hour. So don't trust people. The yeah. the you know my favorite terminal in uh, Fort Lauderdale is. No, what is it? It's two. You want to know why? Why? Because Air Canada's in there. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out Toronto. Oh, out. we miss you so much. Where's please. that Toronto pod? We'll Reopen the borders. We'll Reopen the borders, please. We'll be Yo, back Toronto, soon. we're coming soon. And we're going to talk about that wonderful weekend in Toronto. Absolutely. Well, Toronto soon. Taco Bell now. That's our show. Have a great Memorial Day. Wait. Thank, thank you to the troops for all that you do. Yes. We love you. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. We have the Memorial Day weekend Taco Bell special going on. Do we? For our viewers. That's right. Yeah. You go to Taco Bell. You say business on top or BOT, whichever one you prefer. It's buy two tacos. Get none free. You're buying all the tacos. Let's go. Nothing's free.